Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hello and welcome to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mario Tanaguzzi. Joining me today is Teresa Pawanda, who is the owner of Unleash Sports Business and Athlete Consulting in Edmonton. Thanks for joining us today, Teresa. Thank you, Mario. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, let me just start by asking you uh, just exactly what the company is and what you do. What I do is basically represent the business side of sports, which is an extreme passion of mine. For example, we represent athletes. Most of the clientele are Olympians. And then what we do from there is basically work on contracts, sponsorships and partnerships, anything literally that has to do with the business side of sports, including consulting. Okay, what kind of uh, athletes do you have uh, in your area? Currently, right now in my area, I'm working with Alicia Risling, so the bobsled pilot from Calgary, as well as Haley Daniels, canoe slalomist. And I work with Marietta O'Dine, which is from Prince George, along with some soccer international players. Okay, and can you maybe explain just a little bit more, just like, you know, what exactly do you do for them? What I do is I basically represent them. If they need any negotiations with contracts, I do that. Any assistance with branding, I find them sponsorships, partnerships, and speaking engagements are really the main areas that I focus on. Now, the athletes themselves, how, uh, you know, how important is, is this for them? Uh, you know, uh, obviously, they, they do a lot of training, spend a lot of time training and, uh, and competing uh, uh, they really do need something, you know, someone else to handle that part of their quote unquote business, I guess. Right. Right. Exactly. And it is basically a business. It's a very good question because especially right now, I think it makes a big difference. They do spend a lot of time, like you just mentioned, training. They sometimes have two, three jobs that they're doing. So they're extremely busy. And uh, these times right now, even including mental health training is a big portion of that as well. So their time is very consumed, both physically and mentally training, as well as any jobs or anything that they have. So to have someone like myself that is spending the time with them financially helping them with funding and any speaking engagements, branding, and any opportunities for partnerships makes an absolute difference. Okay. And Teresa, can you talk a little bit about just the importance of, of sponsorship for them? Obviously, you know, uh, over the years, we've had some challenging times, you know, at the corporate level and, you know, some years uh, support for, um, uh, for athletes is, is good. Other years, it's down a bit, depending on the economy. Uh, you know, why is it critical for them uh, to receive uh, sort of corporate support? It is very critical because for some of them, they would not be competing. They would not be representing our country. A lot of people have the idea that the government funds majority of their equipment, travel, coaching, etc. And that is just not the case. So sponsorship and partnership opportunities is huge for them because it gives them new equipment, for example, a new bobsled or a new canoe, new snow equipment to train. So it makes a crucial, crucial opportunity for them just to keep training because then those funds, unfortunately, are coming out of their pocket, which sometimes makes it extremely difficult because there's only so much, I guess, family or friends that can help out, right? And I think people, unfortunately, don't understand the cost of what it is, for example, of a bobsled. The costs are phenomenal. 
Yeah, and, and I, I, I guess, uh, uh, do you find then that uh, in the ebbs and flows of the, of the economy that impacts um, uh, the support that they get? It definitely does. And you just have to get more creative with the sponsorship and partnership you know, ideas. Um, you just have to get a little bit more thinking outside the box, <laughs> but there is opportunity out there, absolutely. But supporting them is, makes a big difference. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, like you, you mentioned, uh, you, you have an interest in this area. Can can you uh, talk about that? Uh, like how how did you get involved in this and why? I was an athlete myself. I played many sports competitively since I was a very young age in elementary school. That was a passion of mine. It was an outlet. I love to compete. I couldn't see myself doing anything else. And then since high school, I just love the business side of sports and getting into it and told basically that I should look elsewhere and think of another career literally is what I told me. It was told because it's a man's industry and I would never make it. And that just fueled me more, motivated me more to prove them wrong, which I did. And I got a university degree in physical education and always wanted to work with athletes. What's it like working with athletes? It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. You know, sometimes it can be challenging, of course, you know, they're across the world, right? So sometimes the communication makes it a little bit difficult, but you know, I, I love it. At the end of the day, I'm assisting them. And especially with Olympic athletes, just seeing, you know, all the opportunities they have, I enjoy doing what I can. And it's not just a client for me. For me, these are friendships, these are partnerships, and people that I work with know they can reach me 24-7, literally, because I am here for them, not just as an agent or a representative, but I am there for them consulting. They need me any time of the day, even if they're, you know, not feeling good because of what's going on right now, and they're, you know, literally having maybe a difficult time training. They know they can reach me anytime. Yeah, how are, how are the athletes you're dealing with right now uh, dealing with uh, the current situation and the fact, you know, depending on where different athletes are, obviously uh, there's been uh, different restrictions on sports, et cetera. It's making it challenging, I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes there is some frustration. Their um, energy levels have been, you know, sometimes up and down. But maintaining a positive attitude is, is really the key, right? And it's learning how to do things a little bit differently. So working out at home, some of my athletes work out, they've transformed their garage literally into a, you know, a workout center. Instead of going in to do yoga or mental training, they now created an area in their home that they can do so. So there has been changes and sometimes it's difficult to stay positive but that's why we have the resources that we do. And that's why just trying to, you know, keep exercising and meditating is also so important. Mm -hmm. when, and, and when did you start doing this? What year? I started doing this on my own in 2010. When you look uh, forward, uh, you know, what's your vision of what you want to do with this? I would like to advocate for girls and for women in the industry. So I see a huge opportunity to increase participation with girls playing sports and just the opportunity of watching women on TV, having more women come into the you know industry, because again, I still think that till this day, unfortunately, it's still something that we hear. It's really difficult for us to be successful at that level and whatnot as a woman today. 
And I just want to be able to make a difference and a positive impact as much as I can. And of course, continuing to make a difference with these athletes because they really could use the assistance. Okay. Now, when you started uh, this business as, as an entrepreneur, what were your biggest challenges in starting this? Biggest challenges is to grow a clientele, <laughs> to make the contacts, uh, contacts per me, to have those proper connections with people. And of course, it's a different mindset when you're at home or in an office doing your entrepreneur stuff than are you are working for someone else. So it's your schedule. It's you knowing what works and what doesn't work. So it's a little bit of that. But um, definitely having those contacts of uh, the right people, whether it be corporate or athletes themselves. Okay. And, and when uh, uh, you look at being an entrepreneur, uh, what are the things uh, that you enjoy most about being your own boss, I guess, so to speak? Probably the most is the flexibility. Definitely the flexibility. So if I need to take a day off or if there's something that I need to do or you know, whatnot, I have that flexibility. What also a lot of people have to understand, it's, it's not just all um, cherries on top of whipped cream. I mean, it's, it's sometimes it is difficult and you are working literally 24 seven. My mind doesn't shut off, right? So I mean, I could be working until midnight. That's just the way it goes. I could be up five o'clock in the morning. I could be taking calls at 4 a.m., right? Yeah, so, sure. you know, it's, uh, it's stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of perks to it. I mean, especially if you want to have your, you know, meetings with somebody, if I wanted to go play a round of golf, say for example, with somebody who owns a company, right? We can do a lot of discussion on, on the golf course or things like that. So there's, there's a lot of that, which is great. Now, when you, uh, you look at, as I said, you have a, a sports background, what do you think uh, you learned from your sports background that, uh, that has helped you in being a, a business owner? Wow. Um, confidence, I would say, builds up your confidence. Working both as yourself as an entrepreneur, but also with other people. I'd say the determination, definitely, and the motivation. And you also um, know how to, what's the word I'm looking for, um, know how to be better with your schedule, right? So, you know, those things. Um, there's a lot of things that you learn as an athlete that you can use of those skills, especially the things that you learn as a teammate. Mm -hmm. In in terms of setting up uh, the business itself, uh, you know, did you have any, uh, I don't know, mentors or did you have any uh, uh, specific pieces of advice that uh, you took to heart? I think just the attitude of go for it kind of stuck in my mind. Um, it was something my mom always said is, you know, don't let anything, you know, pass you by as an opportunity. If there's something that you really want to do and that you're passionate about, just go for it. Right. So that was the biggest one for me. I didn't really have mentors, but I think just those, you know, previous experiences I had working, you know, for other people and seeing how they were as supervisors or mentors through the job or things that maybe I saw that there can be improvement on, you know, and I can do on my own. That kind of drove me. I've always had the drive and I've always been one of those people that really wanted to make a difference, especially when it came to girls in sports, because back when I was younger, unfortunately there was no WNBA. There was no other sports that women were playing except for really the Olympics and maybe props tennis. What about uh, having a business in Alberta? Um, what are your thoughts uh, there, like, is uh, 
is it conducive uh, in terms of the business climate and environment uh, to uh, own a business here in this province? I think there's always opportunities and it's really who you are as a person. If you are very determined, motivated, and have the drive to be an entrepreneur, you'll do whatever it takes to make that happen, whether you're in Alberta, whether you're out east, whether you're in BC. I don't think that so much you know, plays a role. Times are just different right now, and people have to look at things and think of things maybe a little bit differently of how we do in their business. You know, um, obviously here in Alberta, uh, you know, for example, oil and gas, of course, you know, has made a, a very significant change here and impact. But where you would see them, you know, sponsoring, for example, some of your Olympic athletes, they're not unfortunately doing that right now. But that just means that you look in different areas. So I think businesses can thrive right now. I still do believe that. I just think it, de it depends, like, it's the plan that you put in place. And if you're driven and you absolutely, this is your dream, this is what you want to do, you will make it happen. So uh, are you from Edmonton, like born and raised or? I am. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. So you've lived in this province and you've seen the ups and downs uh, because of the oil patch. And, uh, you know, one thing that everybody always talks about in, in terms of Alberta is sort of the entrepreneurial spirit that's here. Have you seen that? Uh, do you notice that? I have. I actually have, and I think community is huge. So we like to support those of our own and in the community. So I think it's fabulous for that. In terms of the athletes that you, uh, I, I guess, are targeting, for lack of a better word, you know, for as clients, uh, is there anything that uh, do you want to focus specifically on the sort of the Olympians? Uh, or uh, do you have any intention of going out into the uh, uh, into other areas, whether it be professional sports or? That's a very good question. <laughs> I've had that before. I would not turn down a professional athlete that specifically wanted my help. That's just not who I am, right? And I'd love to help others. And I have the opportunity to do that. I specifically like working with Olympic athletes just because I just see so much opportunity and the need to help them. They represent our country, which is amazing. And they put all that time and energy. And I see that there's so much opportunity for sponsorship and partnerships out there. So I love doing that. I love making a difference in their life. Professional athletes, <laughs> they, they have, you know, a, a lot of things that they can meet and other people that can help. But um, I love working with Olympic athletes. It's just what I like to do. And, you know, some opportunities that may come up in Africa and things like that. People have approached me to work with soccer or football there and whatnot and help their athletes there. So that's, you know, an opportunity that I might look at. Some projects, definitely advocating. But I think I'm going to stay within the Olympic area of things. Okay. One of the, you know, uh, the issues of our time is, uh, is work-life balance, right? Everybody always talks about that. Uh, let me just ask you, like, uh, how do you think you're doing in terms of that work-life balance? I think I'm doing good. I mean, I probably have my days like everybody else, right? Um, as I put on my wood burning fireplace and just, you know, look at the flames and listen to the crackle, you know, it's soothing for me, you know, it brings that down if I need to. I do fairly well. I go for a walk every day. I meditate, I exercise. 
So I think I find that balance very well. But with that being said, like I do have my moments like everybody else. And it's just important to, like you said, find that balance, right? That you're not overdoing it and, you know, you're staying as positive as possible. That's really important. Yeah, I guess especially now, right? Uh, and this time it's even more so for, for people to remain positive, right? It is. Yeah, times are different and challenging right now. So it's really important, especially when there's a lot of people that are staying at home, right? Sometimes that gets a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, uh, you know, uh, if you were offering uh, people words of wisdom and advice uh, about dealing with the, especially the times that we're in right now, what would you say to them? I think just something we just touched on right now. You have to find the balance between work, home, health. You have to stay healthy and mindset to be as focused as you can. You have to have a positive attitude. And it's really hard and sometimes easier said than done, but you really have to find the balance. I would say if you're feeling down or unfortunately, if you're not coping well, and uh, you know you feel you benefit from talking to someone or whatnot, I would say that use the resources that are out there. That's very, very important because there are a lot of resources that people can use. There are exercises, you know, meditation, things like that, that people can you know, search and, and do things at home comfortably in their home. I would just say, don't give up. You know, things will get better, stay positive, and someone is always there if you need them. Okay, super. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Teresa, for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate the time and opportunity to discuss things with you, Mario. Okay, super. That was Teresa Pawanda, who is owner of Unleash Sports Business and Athlete Consulting at Edmonton. This has been Edmonton's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mario Taniguzzi. Thanks for joining us today.